In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear brethren, one of my brothers is in a music group. One day, they had to record a song in a hall. In order to record well, an all sound is artificially silenced. And according to my brother, there is nothing more stressful. It's the most absolute silence. But also the most unnatural, not a single sound. Scary. And why is it scary? Because such silence shows an absence of life. A real silence is the silence in the meadow when there is no one there, the silence of the night, the silence in the middle of the sea. But there is always a background noise that makes it a, a living silence, the sound of waves, of an animal, the cracking of a fire. The opposite is noise, the sound of life, children playing, people talking, vehicles. Noise is part of life. And yet, we can make a very simple observation. Without silence, there is no spiritual life. Let us look at our Lord today, the Transfiguration. Our Lord speaking with the prophets about the highest possible things, divine things. The, the atmosphere is sacred. You have the Son of God talking with his servants from the other world. A bright cloud comes. God the Father makes his voice heard. The apostles have understood that on this day they have been chosen to contemplate. To contemplate the highest things and to do this they are on the highest mountain in the area from which they can see for dozens and dozens of kilometers around. The mountain, Mount Tabor, is an essential element of this day. There is no contemplation without silence. And there is no silence without withdrawing from the world. When you are on top of, of a mountain, you feel at peace because you are removed from the world. You, you go beyond the world and its things which have remained below and you approach the highest, most sublime things if only because you are higher than the rest. You see everything from above in the quiet, and you are closer to heaven. 
The good Lord likes to talk to people on top of mountains. Look at last Wednesday, uh, so Ember Wednesday. The good Lord wanted to dictate the law, the foundation of life for the chosen people, on top of his holy mountain, so Mount Sinai. He took Moses with him and kept him close to him for 40 days before letting him go. So did Elijah. When Elijah fled out of fear, he was coming from the Mount Carmel in the north, he stopped in the middle of the road before reaching Mount Sinai. He was too tired. The good Lord did not tell him anything. He simply sent him an angel to give him strength so that he could continue to the top of the mountain. Because down there, it was impossible to talk to him. He simply, it is, everything is noise. Everything is a distraction. It was when Elijah got to the top that he was able to talk to God. And not in the commotion of fire, earthquakes, or a mighty wind as Elijah expected. No. It was in the gentle breeze that he realized that God was there. Dear brethren, how do you want to contemplate in the world with people who are afraid of silence and who fill their lives with loud music and words and words to avoid thinking, to avoid being alone with oneself? How do you want to find wisdom to be simply intelligent if we cannot contemplate and we only see the outside of the things quickly? How do you want us to understand what we see if instead of stopping on this image we immediately replace it with another one? But that's how our mobile phones work, our computers, today's films. Everything has to be fast, constant change, one picture after another, loud music, continuous sounds, information that is constantly updated. How can you contemplate eternity in constant change? Why does God prefer mountains? Because we observe the changing reality below from a stable, unchanging place. Because time seems to pass more slowly. Because we are closer to eternity. And by having time to observe, to contemplate, to see the bigger picture, we become more intelligent.
and we come closer to wisdom. But I know, dear brethren, we cannot go to Mount Tabor or Mount Sinai every day to get closer to God, not even to Galtimore, which is just here. But if you are going to go to one of these places, uh, think of me before going. And yet, we see that we need to be able to withdraw, to settle down, to find God, to contemplate, to draw on wisdom, to understand events and see them in God's plan. Three things are important. Place, time, and disposition. Place. Churches are the watering hole of peace you need. The church is the separation between the outside world, which moves all the time, and eternity. Here, there is silence, normally. Here, you are outside time and outside the world. Here, sacred words are spoken. The altar is higher because the priest goes up to Mount Calvary, Mount Sinai, and Mount Tabor at the same time to seek God. The saints are up there because the whole court in heaven is watching us to protect us. And the liturgy shows us a piece of heaven on earth with the incense that makes a sacred cloud when there is enough incense. The vestments that hide the ministers to make them angels or even our Lord himself for the celebrant. Here, dear brethren, is the place where God dwells. Time. Dear brethren, you need time. You must take it. You must take it away from the whirlwind of the world that does not want to let you go, even if only for a few moments. You must enter the church as if you were leaving the world and entering eternity. The dispositions. When you come in, you forget about your mobile phone, the latest international conflict, and your auntie who wants you to help her with her car and to fill in the tax form. Here, you are with God. God is here. Everything else fades away. If you come here and your head is somewhere else, your body may be on the top of the mountain, but your mind is stuck in the door of your house. Here, only God matters. You are in eternity. Dear brethren, we are invited, like the disciples of Christ that we are, to climb the mountain, 
to reach the heights where God shows himself in his glory. We can draw on wisdom to understand. Peace and eternity await us out of the noise and change. Do we want? If we want, he is there for us. We will be wiser, more intelligent, and holier. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.